Hey everyone, happy holidays and welcome to 25 Days of Uncle Dadmus. Uh, I have another very great guest who's stealing, who's getting very close to having the most appearances on this show. Uh, let's give it up for the the wonderful, the charismatic, and truly just a lovable guy, the one and only Chris Wisnia. What's up, man? What's up, Uncle Dad? Thanks for having me once again. Are you are you tired of me yet? <laughs> not yet. I'm getting close, but not yet. You know, Mike says the same thing all the time, but we've been doing 120 plus shows. So there you go. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about Christmas things or, or holiday things, I should say. And when I pr- pr- proposed this question to you, uh, you had a, the only person who gave me a unique answer, <laughs> which I expect nothing less. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I you know it's going to be in the title, but I, I don't even know how to describe this episode. But tell well, let's, us. Let's let's start with this because I, I I think this is a key part of it. Your idea morphed uh, from what you pitched to me to what your uncle Dadmus has become. So why don't you share what your original pitch was? Let's, so let's original... take the listener through this process that we've come it. to. I love it. I love it. Uh, so originally the pitch was kind of the same vein of the, uh, the uh, what is it? Uncle Dad, uncle Dad Oween, where I talked to guests about their favorite horror movie. And I thought, oh, let's do that same thing. But now let's do it with their favorite holiday movie. And when I threw that question to you, it seemed like it kind of threw you for a loop, right? Because you were like, man, I don't, I don't think I have one. And then yeah. then I think what, like a week or two later, I get a random text from Chris Wizia. And he's like, hey, bro, let's talk about this. Now, now you've, you've uh, shared where, where the project came from. And, and uh, now we, we can pass it over to my thought process getting to this place. Yes. Um, holiday movies. So there, there's of course like actual Christmas movies, like, you know, the Grinch or, you know, the, the, the puppet nonsense for kids or Snoopy. Uh, and, and then they're like Christmas movie movies, like Scrooge or, you know, yeah. Elf. And, yep. and, um, I, I knew I didn't want to do any of those because, um, it, it's funny. I, I love movies and there are certain movies I love watching over and over again. Uh, if, if they have that depth that, that can keep me excited to, to rewatch and, and, uh, get more out of it every time. But I, I feel Christmas movies are so lacking in that, you know, it, it's, here's the Christmas story. And are, are they going to fall in love and find the true meaning of Christmas? My wife and I joke about that all the time. And, and it's like, ah, oh, uh, the holidays coming again and we got to watch this movie again. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, like elf we watch every year and it's like, ah, oh, do I have to, and, um, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is one we watch every year, and it it we we've started watching uh, Bad Santa because my kids are old enough now. But it's like even a movie as as classic as Bad Santa, it's like oh, there there's so many things I I would love to watch more than once, and none of these are really it. And <laughs> so so that's where I came from, and and so my next step was well, what about movies that just have you know, they, 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 they take place during Christmas. And, and so there's maybe one scene that happened in, in 
Christmas time, you know, uh, so uh, the, the movie takes place over time and maybe they, they happen to go to the mall during Christmas to show what season it was. And there, there are some cool movies that have that. And of, of course, I think the big one, and I assume someone would have spoken with you about it if, if that had continued to be your theme is Die Hard. Everyone says, oh, yeah, best Christmas movie, Die Hard, right? Because it's a <laughs> Christmas party. Well, I, it's weird to say that. Have, now I have a gun, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> so the reason why I think it's interesting you bring that up is you know Mike is a diehard, no pun intended, uh, uh, Bruce Willis fan. Are you aware okay. of that? I, and, I, I didn't. Oh, yeah. So he has a tattoo of Bruce Willis right here. And so <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I was hoping that nobody would talk about that because obviously the only person I need to talk about that with is him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I, I'm trying to come up with something clever like that. And I, I, I love old film noirs. And, and so I was doing research about, okay, were there any old film noirs from the forties that, that happened to have a scene or two at Christmas? And, and I was, I was going through and I was racking my brain and nothing excited me about this idea. And so that, that was what, what was going through my head when, when you first approached me, how, how can I tackle this in a way that would be fun yeah. to tackle it. And, and then I started thinking about Christmas. And so this, this is my childhood. I, I grew up in South Lake Tahoe and there's, there's uh, the casinos up there are, are part of the lifestyle. And so coming through the casinos as I was a kid, there, there would always be these sort of B musician acts that that weren't at their prime anymore. Uh, so, like, I I saw John Denver and oh, I wow. saw the Beach Boys, and you know, and and now looking back, it's like wow. But but at the time, it's like, uh, yeah, you know, right. who who cares about these guys? They they're they're ten or twenty years after anything, and and they're the music my parents listened to. So so we had that kind of stuff coming through. We had uh, magic acts coming through. And my sister danced and she was in this dance studio of, of this woman, Dorothy Farnan, who was married to Brian Farnan, who was this big time uh, music conductor. And, and he had uh, conducted fantastic acts of like, I don't know, the fifties and sixties or something, you know, big name. He, he was like, the, the guy and uh when when acts were passing through tahoe he he was involved with with stuff and so every year they had a christmas musical version of ebenezer scrooge and every year my sister was participating in this act so that meant every year i would go see ebenezer scrooge this musical version 15 times maybe it felt like and so so getting back to this idea of what what do you want to spend your time with and see over and over again well <laughs> whether i want to or not i am listening to these musical songs acting out the the story of ebenezer scrooge and i thought i wonder if Uncle Dad would let me talk about that. Well, 
I'm, uh, yes, I will. <laughs> and uh, and um, it's interesting to kind of wrap up our, our discussion about the project. It's uh, so when you had reached out to me, I had literally just changed it like maybe that day or the day before. <laughs> and I was like, because you're not the only person to tell me, I don't know what my favorite, ho- like I like, ho- like people say, I like holiday movies, but That's I don't where know. I, I yeah. disagree. I, I don't care for them. I, I just oh, assume not have to watch them. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'd, I'd rather watch a Coen Brothers movie or a David Lynch movie for gotcha. Christmas. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, but you know, a lot of people do like quality movies. I mean, there's a market for them, obviously. For sure. And so he talks. I mean, he talks. People talked about that, and uh, you know, I, I was realizing, okay, well, what's what can I do then to? And I also kind of wanted to make it a little bit different than Uncle Dadoween, right? Not entirely <laughs> the same. Uh, you know, I can go always go to the well, but let's try to mix it up. And so I was like, you know what? Well, what if we decide to do it about people's favorite holiday, like media? So, like, let's say a favorite holiday movie. Because some people are very also very tied to holiday music, right? Like holiday albums. I mean, holiday albums go forever, and I'm sure you could talk about that too. Uh, but uh, and then, in, in, a, in a very niche category is holiday video games, uh, which I don't even know if you knew that it's a thing. Did you know that that was a thing? I I am uh, not a gamer. Okay. So I couldn't even tell you a game, probably, <laughs> let alone a holiday game. Not even Super Mario? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up on Super Mario. I could okay. tell you that one. <laughs> but, you know, there, that, that, is a, that is a very, like, a niche uh, category. So I was like, okay, let's do that. So then when you told me what you wanted to talk about, and I was like, you know what? That falls into your favorite holiday thing. So even though it's maybe not necessarily your favorite holiday thing, but it's a holiday thing. Yeah. So my, was, my favorite holiday thing is not Ebenezer <laughs> Scrooge. So that that is our topic today. I love it. I love it. I love it. But before before we get into that, though, I, I need to ask you, because I am curious, have you, what is, like, if you had to pick just anything, do you enjoy any holiday movie at all? Like, there's like, like, did you enjoy Elf when you first saw it? Like, is there anything like that? I enjoy the holiday time with my family. And Great. if that is something that they're wanting, then I can endure it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I tend to enjoy, my, my wife loves the holidays and she does an amazing job of decorating the house inside and out. Uh, she gets in the holiday spirit. We, uh, we have holiday music playing all month long. I, I'm talking the day after Thanksgiving. It's we go out, get our tree, we put it up, and we're, we are in the running. It, it is time. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you something that I enjoy. I, I mentioned how it a lot of it is the repetition, sure, that I don't enjoy. And and this is interesting because uh, holidays are are kind of about the the tradition and and reenacting uh almost like a uh you know uh a ritual right and and there's something to be said for that that ritualistic celebration of a holiday and uh, obviously for for i assume most people christmas is is a religious holiday I, I'm an atheist, and so for me, it is it is a time of family. Um, so so right there, I, I have some, sort of a different perspective on it. And I, I'm thinking about rituals like 
cavemen, you know, right. they, they'll sit at the campfire every night and they will retell the same stories. And, and as a human species, there's something about that enjoyment of uh, communally sharing this, this story as, as part of an identity, right? Right. Uh, and, and passing that story on to the children and children processing these stories through repetition. You know, read me that story again. Tell me that story of, of the gods in the sky again at, at this campfire, whatever it is. There, there's something primal that it, that it taps back to. And um, so, so I, I actually have been thinking, not, not from a religious sense or a, a Christmas sense, but, but just as, as a storyteller about this idea of, of ritually telling and retelling the same story over and over again. And uh, so I, I get that societally and culturally, how, how there's uh, an importance to that and a bonding to it and a defining of who we are to that. But I'm just not interested in these stories. Yeah. And so, um, so watching the movies over and over again, I, I, I'm old enough where it's like, oh, so that that's, you know, maybe 40 times I, I've seen this, right? Or if I watched it more than once in a year, you know, it, it just adds up. And similarly with Christmas music, listening to these same songs over and over yeah. again, I don't really even like these songs. I, I want to listen to, you know, stuff from my childhood, the, the Pixies or Pavement or the Archers of Loaf or something that I want to listen to over and over again, not these songs about these three kings or Rudolph, you know, uh, and, and as an atheist, the more religious the songs and the movies get, the the more I'm groaning and rolling my eyes. So it, it, it's just hard to really get in deep and enjoy sure. it in ways that some other people, you know, might, might be happy to do. And uh, so that, that's where I'm coming from. So what I, I got off track. This is the answer to a question you asked earlier. I've got this buddy, Mick Gray. He's an inker in comics. I think I know that name. Yeah. He sends uh, holiday CDs every year to his friends. And he's been doing this, I think, for decades. And I, I've known him for maybe close to 10 years or more at this point. And I've probably received close to a dozen of these mixes. And every year he finds new, exciting different Christmas tunes. And, and uh, so it, it might be a, a classic Christmas song, or it might be a, a current day punk rock band or an wow. 80s alternative band. It might be a comedian just doing a riff. And uh, this, this is one of my joys of Christmas, Mick, um, is <laughs> when, when these come in the mail or a, a digital uh, download, because... <gasps> It's something new and exciting to experience, and and it's not just this rehashing of the same thing over and over again. So that that is kind of a a, a Christmas love of mine. And and here's another funny one: is I I'm a a Lego guy. And Are you? I, you know, as a kid, I just loved Legos, and so when my kids got older. Uh, that that was an excuse to to buy them <laughs> Legos, and I I find that every December I, I get this sort of twitch where where it's like, oh, are there any Legos around? Where where where'd we put those out in the garage? Maybe maybe I'll dig them out and just 
play with some Legos a little to get in the holiday spirit. As I remember it, this this feeling of being a child and right. feeling safe and having time to just do what what I want to do uh, and and just enjoy myself. We're getting off uh, off the topic of Ebenezer Scrooge a little bit. We are, but I, it's fine. It's fine. But but I'm gonna wrap. I'm gonna bring it in right now. <laughs> All right. So that's amazing. That's why I love, I love having you on the show because I know it always goes two, three different ways and I love it. Uh, I do love it. It's, it's great. It's a great conversation. I, I could talk to you honestly all day. Um, but uh, yeah, let's talk about Ebenezer Scrooge and let's get into, let's get into why you're here, not why you're here, but your topic. Let's do it. <laughs> so I, I thought, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to talk about why I can't watch anything Ebenezer Scrooge anymore. And it, it's because I, I just was so bombarded with it every holiday season, watching to, you know, a week's worth of performances, sometimes a matinee and an evening show. And it, it got to the point, we we read the the classic little story in, in school. And even though I acknowledged, yeah, this is a really nice story. I just didn't want to hear it. And and then like I, I mentioned Scrooge earlier and uh, you know, the Muppets did a version of Scrooge and, and they're great, but it's just like, Oh, I can't bear to listen through this story again. Even if it's a new interpretation, it, it just feels so uh, stale. I I've just heard it too many times. You know, it, it, it's like, if you listen to one song that you liked, okay, every day of your life, you know, You've just had enough at some point, and that—that's where I'm at with Scrooge. Even after all these years, even even though you know this was in the '80s, <laughs> I still have trouble sitting. <laughs> You're scarred. Any, any clever, lovely version of Scrooge, I, I'm just not interested. So, have you? Let me flip it on you a little bit. Have you read a comic book about Scrooge? No. Are there? Are there? Uh, some Ebenezer Scrooge comic books you would like to recommend? <laughs> I never read any, but I, I do know that they exist. I've, I've seen like a, a a Christmas tale or Christmas Carol, sorry, um, comic or graphic novel, but I don't think it was done by anybody like, I don't want to say famous, but you know, it was like one of those comics that's like on there. You're like, oh, it's Christmas time. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> you- I, as you say that, I was realizing um, – I, I was writing something recently. Uh, it, it was sort of a, a take on ghosts. And I, I was thinking about the the story structure of Ebenezer Scrooge and, and this, this appearance of, of, of ghosts and, and this idea as a skeptic that ghosts don't exist physically, as far as I'm concerned. However, the metaphorical idea of people from your past visiting you uh you having regrets of the past and those regrets visiting you in in the way a physical ghost presence could visit you that that was that idea was starting to fascinate me a little and think thinking about uh these ghosts of past and present and future um it really is a fascinating idea so so then okay so you like so you do like the concept of Ebenezer Scrooge. Like I say it, it it's a it's a very well structured and yeah. fun story and and yeah. clever story. 
Yeah, so those are, re- I mean, obviously Charles Dickens, right? There's a reason why his name will be spoken forever and mine and your name will be probably forgotten, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I think it's interesting that when we talk about this is that is probably arguably one of the biggest holiday tropes, right? Is the three, the ghosts or, you know, Christmas, you know, future. I mean, they made, they have made literally a movie uh, about uh, girlfriends. Have you seen that one? With Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a Matthew McConaughey movie where it's literally that that concept of uh of Christmas Carol, but just with girlfriends. <laughs> so as you were saying that, I was thinking I can think of it at least one Christmas story that might be bigger, and that's Jesus. <laughs> You're making me fall apart over here. <laughs> For those who don't see that or didn't see, it's obviously because you're not going to be able to. But when you had brought it up, my whole my whole body just shook and <laughs> my, my headphones fell off. It was, it was listeners. Good. I just saw him literally fall off his chair, and his <laughs> his earphones flew into the sky. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so I, I do have some facts about Ebenezer Scrooge. Fantastic. I don't know how I don't know how great these are, but let's talk about them. Uh, let's see here. It's it's funny, man, because sometimes I do like very in-depth research. At this time around, I didn't do very in-depth research. It was more like I did a quick Google search and then go from there. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, let's see if there's anything good here. Uh, see, it's just all facts about the book and or about the story. And I don't think that necessarily is a fact. I mean, I don't know. Let's see here. What I found interesting, though, too, is do you know I've, the most common um, – the most well-liked story about Ebenezer Scrooge, I'm sure you can guess what it is, but it's the Bill Murray one, Scrooge. Have you seen that ever? Yes. Did you like that? <laughs> as well as I could. As well as you could. I mean, Bill Murray is great in it, right? Well, uh, yeah, I got nothing good really here. Nothing really good. <laughs> uh, but yes, for nothing. I know, I know, I know. But, but, okay. Did you know that this, what, do you know what year this book came out? Let's see if you know. I don't. 1843. So that means it's 180 years old, right? No? That's that's a long time for it to be in our culture. Yeah, right. And, and, uh, Americans and uh, Western Europeans love a story of a man who learns a lesson and becomes a better person and in doing so makes everyone around them enjoy life that little bit more right right yep Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah well said on that one i think uh, and then i also feel like when you think about that story of of like scrooge and whatnot you see that a lot also in sitcoms and i think it also adds to why it's such a like i don't want to say outdated but i guess outdated would be what i would use but like it's such a it's such a cliche that's not really useful anywhere because like if you think about like i think friends did it how i mentioned mother did it I think the Big Bang Theory did it. Like everybody did their own version, right? Of, of this, you know, future, past, present, ghost thing, right? And it's like I don't know. Even though that's a great story, like trope, yes. At some point, we have to know that we're not being original. What do you think about that? Yeah, this this goes back to uh, us being a tribe retelling our stories, right? Yeah, but yeah. we we don't we don't want to just hear the exact same story. Uh, we, we want, we, we like, if there's a little variety 
to it. And if, if we can update it to our, our current situation and the, the stories that can uh, change with the times are the most successful ones. Look, look at James Bond. Look, look at the Marvel Universe, right? If, if these remained the same, we wouldn't relate to them anymore. But they're, they're stories of our, of our hopes and our mythologies and what we aspire to. And uh, we, we still want to hear those stories. So how, how, do, how do we keep them relevant? Well, if we tweak it here or there or add a little humor, uh, you know, then it keeps those stories alive. It's, it's the same with any mythologies. Ah, well said, well said. Um, so before we wrap up here, unless do you have anything else you want to add for Scrooge? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, before I wrap up here, uh, as always, I always like to make sure everybody knows about what my guests, who my guests and what they do. Uh, you've been on here before, so if you've heard this before, you can skip a few seconds. But if you heard this before and you haven't bought his book, then what you need to do is buy his book. Uh, Chris Wisnia, tell us about your tale. Sure. Yeah. I, I write and draw comic books. I've been doing it for 20 years. And my new book is Doris Danger, Giant Monsters Amok from Fanagraphics. Um, it's still available. I, th I think it's getting low at this point, And I don't know that they're going to be reprinting it. So oh. pop over to Amazon or Fanagraphics website or ask your local comic shop to pick it up. And uh, if, if you want a little bit of... Uh, info about it uh beyond the pale the comics journal just posted a fantastic interview of me uh if if you go to their website uh i think i'm still on the front page there look for the giant purple monster in underpants and uh there there's uh i think about seven pages of samples of the comic you can uh, get a good feel for it and uh the interview you know the comics journal they they go in deep and uh, they, they gave me a lot of space to really talk about uh, what crazy things are going through my mind, uh, making uh, an absurd and bizarre project like uh, Doris Danger. Uh, and where can they connect with you online? Uh, any of the usual social media at Chris Wisnia Arts, including uh, my website and YouTube channel where I regularly post a lot of fun uh, stuff for you to check out and enjoy. I love it. Yes, go check him out. Chris Wisnia truly is one of the best people I've ever met. Uh, oh. Top five people I've met through Mike, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed getting to know you. And uh, we still need to have you come on to do your full episode. I, I keep <laughs> uh, my phone at my bedside waiting for that call. <laughs> It, one day it's going to come in and I'm going to go, I'm on my way. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard. You know, Martin Scorsese or uh, Chris Wisnia. <laughs> you know, you got to make your own choices, I guess. <laughs> uh, but hey, man, it, uh, it's seriously a great, a great time talking to you. And, you know, even so in every episode, I'm going to say watch, watch or play or listen. Uh, this time around, I'll say don't. <laughs> no everyone please enjoy you know it's it's a it's a classic christmas story with with a lovely uh message that will hopefully make you want to be a better person 
Wow. Well said. Well said. I need, I need to watch that again now. Uh, but everybody, thank you so much for listening. This is 25 Days of Uncle Dad Miss. Chris, happy holidays to you and your family. Happy and holidays, everyone. We'll see you all tomorrow.